We are back. Episode two of the Front Office Podcast. CJ, we tried to record episode two without Connor. Just couldn't do it, man. We needed to bring Connor back. And Connor, you're back. So thank you. It's good to be back. Um, had, had a little scheduling conflict last week. Um, tied in with the New Year's and the holidays. And I didn't really want to see CJ over my holiday break. So um, took a week off. But now I'm back. Going to be here for the long haul. Um, yeah, good to be here. Me and CJ were like, dude, we scared him off already. Like, he's, he's done already, with us? He's already, he's like, what the hell? You want to know what it was? There? Last time, CJ smelled so terrible on yeah. the couch that I, I couldn't bring myself to come back. I made sure not to wear deodorant again. Yeah, I, I, I Amazon primed him like um, <laughs> cologne and deodorant, so so he's smelling pretty good right now. He said, it, the card said, Merry Christmas, loser. Agreed to... Um, tattoos, if we get front office tattoos. 10,000 by next we, year. Yeah, 10,000 by your birthday. 10,000 views? No, followers on Instagram. 10,000 by my birthday. Pop quiz. When's my birthday? April. April what? Second. April. April. Good friends, dude. I'm about to leave. You we just released a LeVar skit. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought CJ did an, you know, an unbelievable job. Great acting. Um, you know, we have a star in our hands, Connor. You know, it's a, it's amazing to be sitting with greatness here. You know, no, it is. You're in, you're in the the presence of a Hall of Famer with CJ here. That, I, I think Spider Man costume was a, was a little intriguing. Um, I'm not that's sure that how that's gonna sit with um, the fans, but no, he did a good job. And Lavar, listen, Lavar Ball is is instant classic content. Um, bringing up CJ's rash, which is a real thing, by the way. Take that big baller ointment, um, baby. Yeah, the, I don't know about the big baller ointment, but the rash, I'm looking at it right now. I was showing um, off my ointment. I'm like, no, it's cool. LeVar said this is big baller ointment. So, yeah, and if you want to go laugh, go to the comments section, and um, then some of them are pretty good about CJ. So. I think what the top comment was like, I don't know if this is the greatest thing I've ever see, uh, saw or a complete waste of time, and I just reply back. I'm like, both, dude. It's, it's exactly both of those things yeah exactly but uh, i loved it so yeah check it out oh dude you know what we said going into this we have to have thick skin so many people are like this is so dumb yeah. idiots losers like how extra is this bro like of course it's extra we have lavar yes this talking is about- extra we're losers yeah <laughs> that's what it is um all right let's transition over to some scene hall ruckers talk guys a lot's happened ruckers i think you know since the last time you were here, they had some a big a big high, and then they kind of you know what, dude? I'm not gonna even say a big low, because no, losing not. to Iowa, man, like I'm not a loss sympathizer, but that's as good of a loss as you yeah, have. Come on, you can't be that happy. I mean, you should have won the game, but in terms of losing, that's not a bad loss. Yeah, so I think the last time I was here, we hadn't played Illinois, um, right. and and then we beat Illinois, then. Um, well, before that, we had beaten Maryland, so we were sitting at 2-0 in the Big Ten, which is the first time Rutgers has ever been 2-0 in the Big Ten. It's actually the first time we ever won 0 in the Big Ten um, for basketball, so so that was pretty cool. Um, and again, the, there's a lot of room for improvement, but we're getting there fast. Um, and then we played, who was it next? I'm blanking on it. Purdue. Ohio State. Oh, was Ohio next. State and Purdue. And then, yeah, that was a game, I, if I'm sure most of you guys watched that or heard about it on Twitter. There was a lot going on with the refs and um, some ridiculous foul calls on Rutgers, which is starting to actually get some national spotlight. Dude, they have no big man depth. That's the problem. 
So we do have big man death, but when Cliff's knee got sprained against Illinois, oh, we really didn't have a ton of big man death. Now we do have Mounted Ducare, who is pretty good, a really funny guy. Um, and, and Dean Ryber, who's a freshman, who's, who's showing a lot of great things. So um, that's one of the good things when you have a guy go down is other guys get more minutes and it helps them develop too. But you're right, having Cliff not there and combating that with the refs, um, calling the worst fouls of my eyes I've ever seen. And I watched the Saints playoff game. Um, that missed call. So, <laughs> yeah. so I've seen a bunch of terrible ones, but but hopefully Cliff's back from Michigan State um, this week, and and hopefully he can stay stay healthy. Well, you know what the problem is? You blink your eyes, and Miles Johnson has three fouls. You know, like yeah, it's it, tough. Now, if you watch that game in particular, the last the last two games, Miles Johnson's had like one foul going into the second half, and I think something must have been said from the top down because um, it's the, the the conference, the Big Ten conference, does not want. Like a national spotlight on their referees, and it started. And it, it, rang it. this is Everyone not, this is not just Rutgers. It's not Everyone just Rutgers. Maybe it's a little more skewed towards Rutgers, but it's all the other teams are are really hating on the refs. So, um, but yeah, Miles Johnson. Every once in a while, takes a bad foul, but the ones against Ohio State were just terrible calls. Um, to quote John Rothstein, an abomination at the highest levels. <laughs> so we love Rothstein. If you can Our tell. first John Rothstein reference so far won't be the one last. of many, dude. It yeah, won't be the last. Is this anarchy or college basketball? CJ's been saying that literally all today. It's probably the sixth time he said it today. I feel myself saying his story is this college basketball or he's the man. <laughs> We were um, supposed to have him on a while ago, weren't we? Yeah, we were. You know, he's a big, he's a, you know, he's a big deal, John Rothstein. It's tough to get him on. We'll, we'll get him on. We're gonna get him on. I'll, I'll slide in his DMs one day. I'm like, hey, John, do you have, uh, do you have a time, some time for the front office? And I'll be like, no, but you seem like nice guys, so why not? John's I think that's how we're going. Yeah. Listen, we can just go talk to him at Bar Coastal. I know that's one of his favorite spots. Where is so. that? He loves food. It, yeah, it's in the city, so not is too he a far. Guy? Yes, he's a food guy. Does he live in the city? I don't know. Should we just dox John, John Rothstein? Don't, don't right tweet now? out your address. Dude, he says there. he says Big Cat. Big Cat is America's roommate. John Rothstein's college basketball's roommate. Oh yes. yeah, come on. Yeah, that's one of his lines. He always talks about Big Cat being a. He loves American Big roommate. Cat, right? I think they both love each other. They're perfect for. I mean, bar, like, I want to be in that trio. I think I could fit in with Big Cat and John Rothstein's. I mean, take it, take it easy now. Take it easy. Yeah, now. they're huge media personalities. No, not in terms of like clout, but like in terms of like personality, I could fit in. Okay. We'll make it happen one day. We'll try and get you in there. I don't know how we will, but we'll we'll figure it out. Um, all right, state of scene, all basketball, man. After You're happy. I know you are. Yeah. You're a happy camper. Go ahead. After that Oregon loss, it was like, okay, this is, I don't want to say the R word, but it was a rebuilding year. It looked like it. Mm-hmm. And after that Xavier win, it's like, wow, this team is not bad. Kevin Willard makes more adjustments than a chiropractor. All right, another job. Rossi. quote. <laughs> We look pretty good, dude. Dude, the Butler game was ugly, but like we're five and one. The spurts though that I was impressed with, even in the Butler game, dude. Like, and you know what? I hate to say it. In terms of talent, the Big East is not that good this year. No, it's a v- other than Villanova. Villanova's really Creighton good. is so beatable. Very beatable. I think. I think the Big East and then and then that rankings, which we'll probably touch on later, are not the most accurate right now at this time of the season. But I think the Big East only has two teams in the top fifty. Um, who would they be? They'd be Creighton. It was Nova at like Nova four and, and Creighton at thirty, I think. No, Crane's like 11. Yeah, Crane's So maybe it's Ken Palm? It's one, it's oh, one of the two. Well, Ken the Palm, you mean that geek that sit behind his computer in Math 55 at Harvard and like never watched a lick of basketball in his life and want to get involved with the jocks at the bar? She was like, oh, let me come up with this sick like Excel spreadsheet to like impress the guys and like have a beer. And like, dude, like, come on. Like, look at some of the Ken Palm stuff. It's just ridiculous. 
I, yeah, I mean, has I, a guy I'm, ever watched I'm team, basketball? I'm team Ken Palm, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you could. Like, it's just an algorithm. Like, there's nothing to. There's no shots to be taken. An accurate algorithm. It's no. It's just just like, watch the game and make an assessment off he that. You can do both, dude. He has a plugged-in algorithm that oh, everybody goodness, literally that guy references. Doesn't even know what basketball. Okay. He, he wouldn't tell. He couldn't tell the difference between a football and a basketball. Then why does everybody rely on him? Reference him. They all like, right. Let's it's make, like it's like what is it uh, for the NFL Pro Football Focus or whatever. That's make, what that is for. All right. Like in a way, that's what so, everyone references it. Why? Like, for a reason. Why, why did he gain credibility? Why don't we make CJ Knob? I'll make like a spreadsheet of like yeah. teams I think are good, and everyone like references that. I don't understand. Okay, go ahead, make an algorithm. Ken Palm make an accurate, make an accurate Has algorithm. Does anyone even question the Ken Palm algorithm? Where they're like, "Oh, this looks like a really complicated spreadsheet." I'm sure. I don't think so. People I'm, smarter I'm, than us have looked into it, and then they're like, "You know what? This guy has." I'm something. questioning Ken Palm. You want to know what I really don't like is um like the bracketology, especially like this early oh, in the season, course. like Joe Lenardi. Unless they don't know anything, man. So they're they're like placing them in like certain geographic locations, like. It's I don't know. Clickbait. Just, there's so much speculation. Clickbait. Which teams are are what seed in what region? I think it's just the most inaccurate thing you it's can read on the internet. Low. Clickbait. Um, but when I see Rutgers in there, I still get very excited. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep like checking four it right now or something. Three, like that. We're actually so we're at four in Lenardi and we're at two in CBS Sports Network. Jeez. Two seed. Two seed. And After seed. the Iowa loss. Yes. You know what Joe Lenardi is? Because you lose to Iowa by two points and, and Luca Garza was unstoppable at the end. But, um, dude, you guys contained him all game because the last well, five minutes. Also four for twelve from the free throw line, and you know Ron Harper's coming back from the ankle injury, so he was over three. He was trying to do too much. I love Ron, but he was trying to do too much. I don't know if he was trying to do too much. I actually wish he did more in the first half because he got hot for a period there. He hit like three threes in a row. Um, but you could tell early on he was trying to get the feel back, and then we had like Caleb McConnell come back, who was supposed to be out for the whole season, and obviously it's going to take him some time to adjust. Mathis looked phenomenal. Ma- Mathis is is extremely improved, and Jacob Young is improved, and Geo Baker's only going to keep getting better from here. So I think our team. A month from now, even though we're very good now, I think a month from now, if we can get everyone healthy, um, we'll probably be near at the top of the Big Ten. Um, can I say are. something a little crazy? Can I? You guys give me permission? Seeing all Rutgers, if that game happens, I'm sorry. You know the Pirates are getting ready for that game. They're playing better than they They're playing as ready as they can. And you see how they've been playing, dude? I'm sorry. Some crazy numbers been thrown. Oh, Rutgers is going to win that game by 20. Rutgers is this, whatever. That's a good game, man. The way the Pirates are looking right now, I think that's a game. Well, let me tell you As what. good as the Scarlet Knights are. We'll let CJ go, and then Connor's going to have a lot of If Kevin Willard gave me five that. minutes in that locker room, dude, they'd come out running through a brick wall. You know? Yeah. What would I, you say to them? You don't want to know, but they, they'd come out inspired. That's all. Okay. We need to make that happen, then. Yeah, so the I've been watching a lot of their games, and they do look good. I think good, similar to the Geo Baker situation, I think the better, the, health, the healthier that Bryce Aiken gets, yeah. um, the better that Scene Hall will be. That being said, um, I still think Rutgers destroys them. I think Scene Hall has played a bunch of weaker teams so far. Um, like we were just talking about, a lot of the teams in the Big East are, are rated pretty high. Um in a bad way. So I think Rutgers, you know, our schedule, 12 teams in the top 51 in the net in the Big Ten, 12 of 14 teams. That just says a lot about the conference as a whole. Um, but, you know, the only way we can find out is if they actually play the game. So, Kevin Willard, if you're listening, um, let, let's rip it. I don't know if it's going to happen, Siege. I don't know um, if it's going to happen, dude. It's not going to happen this year. But you know what is really exciting about next year? It's going to happen. The front office pregame before. 
like yeah we haven't even yeah I, hopefully that happens right that's like episode seven <laughs> well cj has just previewed one of our <laughs> biggest our biggest plans we have for next year uh be on the lookout for that if, it, if that if that goes down um all right let's transition to things outside of c and hall and ruckers as hard as that's going to be for us right let's talk connor we were texting about it I mean, as much as I love John Rossi and as much as we're praising him, his Dan Gavitt tweets just today were just a lot of nothing. I got excited. I saw, okay. Absolute anarchy. <laughs> sure, anarchy. Sure. But, like, it was just a lot of nothing, Connor. What, what, give, uh, give the people a little bit of That wasn't college basketball. It was anarchy. Yeah, I so I, I think a lot of people are scarred from last year. Um, I know I am. I know everyone sitting in this room is mm. uh, about the tournament being canceled. So I think anything that has to do with the tournament – um, for this year because obviously it's still a big question mark we see a lot of teams um, about 10% of NCAA is out right now or on pause so if you think about it if you put 68 teams in a in a bubble early on um, if six of those teams are not in then that's going to really mess up the tournament so I think a lot of people are just kind of hopeful about the tournament this year I think it's going to end up being successful it seems like they're taking the right steps but I do think a lot of the information that came out of those uh, Dan Gavin tweets was, it was like later. fluff it was like just stuff like, for us to read but I loved every second of it um he knows something. I listen. He I always knows something. He actually so he tweeted like a week before Caleb McConnell returned, like a stat about Caleb McConnell, like talking. He's like he talked to Steve Peichel and he's practicing, so which what, everybody what, what, knew. Everybody knew he was practicing from the early on, but you didn't think that like it would mean anything. And then like two games later, he's like in, in the lineup. Okay, so transition that back using knowing that info that you guys think he's like some fortune teller or whatever. You sound kind of jealous. Maybe I am. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I appreciate John Rothstein. But knowing that, what does this tweet tell me? Dan, Dan Gavitt tells me that the NCAA is hoping to set dates for the 2021 NCAA tournament sooner rather than later. It tells you what you need. It, it's open what for interpretation. T- what does that tell me? It's open for interpretation. John, you got me excited. You said Dan Gavitt, okay. Maybe something new about the sites or whatever. Just a whole lot of nothing. I'm sorry. They're gonna have to drag me out of out of like Hinkle Fieldhouse, dude. You going? They're gonna have to drag me out because I'm going. I'll dress as a janitor, dude. I've heard all. I've read about it. Yeah, you know, like you're gonna find your way in. You're gonna know the entrance that they forget about or something like that. You're gonna you're gonna make your way on to press row something. We need to get you in there for sure. We're gonna gonna sneak CJ into the uh, Pfizer manufacturing plant and just stick him with a bunch of vaccines so you can go. Dude, how amazing would that be, content wise, if we got you in there? And you were like one of the few media members in there. It's just you, John Rothstein, Dick Vitale, CJ Novi. First of all, I'd fight Dick Vitale, but that's another story. I know you hate him. We're taking shots today. Kempom, Dick Vitale. Do you have anybody else? Any cats? You know, you wanna you wanna take a shot at him too? Rothstein's just a different he's a beast. He's a different breed. We know that. John of course. Rothstein here with Rothstein reactions. So go ahead, say the quote again. The anarchy, go ahead, say it. No, he said something about he was eating his wife's brownies and he said this is a Rothstein cheat day. Yeah. It's just electric. Yeah. You just, so sounds cool. like you have a crush on him, to be honest with you. Uh, biggest surprise of the season this year. Mine, the Texas Longhorns yeah. are really, really good at basketball. We got. They're not bad. Matt Coleman, Courtney Ramey. Uh, Greg Brown, uh, Andrew Jones, you know, that those four alone are very, very talented. I was watching them play, you know, North Carolina and they were kind of struggling with them. And then now it seems like that team versus the team now is just two completely different teams. They look unreal right now, unstoppable, honestly. They look really good. Who are some of your surprises? Yeah, well, I, I think just to touch on your point, I think 
you know, the confidence that's instilled in a bald man when he grows hair um, cannot be overlooked. It's true. So I think uh, Coach Smart, full head of hair, glorious head of hair. Um, I think that has a lot to do with it. But yeah, I think Texas, obviously, Missouri has looked really good. Um, they got that win over Illinois, which is which is definitely uh, a win that will pay dividends down the road. Um, and I think Gonzaga is might be kind of a kind of a weird look way to look at it, but I think Gonzaga is just way better than I thought they would you be. You literally just read my mind. Way better than the yeah, field. Say that? Um, I think it's the perfect. I think it's a lot. A lot of times, you know, people think about oh, you know, Kentucky gets all these one and dones and and in Kansas uh, more recently, but I think that. Um, you know, when you get the the senior guys and the junior guys who have been there for a while know the system paired with, you know, a guy like Jalen Suggs who can score at will and has the athleticism to, to really do anything he wants on the court. I think that's just really the blueprint for college basketball now. And I think as as you'll see more of the top end guys go the G League route, um, I think that'll be kind of more of, a, of the main things that colleges do. I was going to say my Connor kind of stole my fire here, but I don't think Zach will win a game by less than 10 this year. I really don't. Undefeated. It won't even be close. Really? They, they're just head and shoulders better than everyone if they stay healthy. Baylor's pretty good, man. I mean, that's all I'll say. Baylor. If you is even take really... Jalen Suggs out of the equation, that's a top five team with just Timmy and Kispert. Now you put Jalen Suggs in the equation, and they're beating everyone by at least ten. Baylor's really good, man. Mitchell and Butler are both very, I'm not, very talented. No discredit to Baylor. It's Gonzaga, Baylor, and then the field. Oh, of course, of course. But I will say the most underachieving team for the past five years because. Is Western Kentucky. I watched Charles Bassey play, and Charles Bassey is probably a top three big man in college basketball, and I think that's a fair assessment. And dude, why? I'm, gonna, I- I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm gonna let you keep going. That's not the team I was expecting you to go off on. I mean, Kentucky. <laughs> I'm, I, re- I'm really impressed. Everyone, Western Kentucky. Like, everyone wants me to impressed. go off on Kentucky. Western Kentucky, though, is yeah. slick. Rick Stansberry does some slick Rick things. I'm sure, <laughs> but I'll continue. How does Slick Rick consistently bring in five-star monsters? He does. He's got Zion Harmon coming in next year. He's got Charles Bassey, who is an unbelievable... I watched him against West Virginia. He single-handedly kept them in that game. He's really talented. He's unbelievable. He's really talented. And they stink. They, they always stink. They, they, they're bad. It's one thing if you're a good recruiter, but if you can't coach, you stink. Imagine giving like the chiropractor or Pikel pounding nails with that team. They're doing Rick Stansberry stinks. I'm real. <laughs> he stinks. Hey, hey man, I'm really impressed with you right now. Why? Yeah, you just went on a two minute rant about Western Kentucky. Like Charles Bassey is unbelievable. He's he's phenomenal. I'm saying like, and they stink. We don't know where this podcast is headed. You know, and you like now Slick Rick now, is not welcome now here. Now Good now coaches only. Now we're in the hilltopper demographic. They so I'm really impressed. Stink. Impre- <laughs> I'm impressed with CJ. They stink. Okay. Also, another team that needs to be mentioned: Michigan. Um, very, very talented. Yeah, I very, think very, very um, talented, Mister Big Ten. I, I, I think Michigan is better than people thought. I still want to see them play. You know, Illinois, Iowa, um, even Rutgers. I think would be a good test for them. I think that Hunter Dickinson has just come in and been better than John Teske as a front senior. office fan. For the record, yeah, Hunter, no, so yeah, Hunter, he's been on he DMs us occasionally. Hunter's the best. Hunter's a cool dude. Yeah, he's like the best person. Ever. You, you kind of knew like when he committed and like when he was signing with Michigan. You just knew he was going to be good. Like he just had that like. You knew, like, especially as a Rutgers fan, I knew I'd be seeing him for the next, like, two to three years, just, like, pounding my team, like, every game. Um, but, yeah, they've been really good. I think Livers still can, you know, raise his game to another level. Um, I love Franz Wagner. I think he's yeah. the man. Is that Morris Wagner's brother? Mo, yeah. CJ, yeah. read. All right, I'm going to show you Hunter's last post. Read his caption out loud. Read the caption out loud. 
I want all the beef. I'm not a vegan. He's just such a goofy guy. I feel like what an I mean, just what an unbelievable human being Hunter Dickinson is. You know man. what? Hunter what can an, sit here and just chill out with us all day. I feel what like. an he's un, a clown, dude. Hunter, he's the man. Hunter on the court is a crazed person, man. He's nuts. Him on the and court. Earl in the same crazy. high school crazy, crazy talks a crazy amount of shit on the court. That's awesome. Like a lot, but he backs it up, man. Hunter's awesome. How do you not watch watch him play and just be like, I love college basketball, I love basketball. You think he goes to the NBA after the season? I don't know. We got to see. We got to see how his game translates a little bit. Listen, we're just like we are huge Poppy Curbelo fans, just like we are huge Ron Harper fans, Hunter Dickinson, throw him in there. I think oh, yeah. we could all say we're massive Hunter Dickinson fans. We, we could throw Hunter, you're in the club, bro. You've been, yeah. Congratulations, man. Did you see Andy Katz put out uh, uh, his previous... We don't say that word here. Okay, well... Uh, someone who works AK. in college basketball, um, he put out a like a predicted Big Ten All First Team, and, and Ron Harper was on it with Hunter Dickinson, Io, Luca, uh, and Marcus Carr from Minnesota, who's who's having a great year. But what an afterthought! Minnesota's playing really good. Yeah, they'll they'll choke it at the end. Wait, is Patino still the coach there? Yeah. Yeah, saving his job this season because yeah, last year needs, was a little on the fence. He like, needs year this. Four too. Well, was, like, do you remember he last year he had uh, Marcus Carr and he had Daniel Aturu who was lights out, like hit good. the three, but he was like seven feet tall. So, uh, so yeah, he's he's having a great year. The OG slick, right? Not that Stinky Stansberry guy. Probably talked to him. You're gonna go out in uh, Western Kentucky. That's his new name, again? Stinky Stanberry. You're gonna go off about Western Kentucky again right now, or can we move on? Yeah, they stink. <laughs> All right. Imagine guys. getting that much talent and stinking. All right. You have the floor. Do you want to? Do you want to no, do I this? Mean, I said my piece. I just—it's pathetic. Got you, man. It's embarrassing. All right. So Western Kentucky is not. No. Is not welcome here. At the Free front. Charles Bassey. Uh, okay. Last question: Who's the face of college basketball this year? Who's the face? Go ahead. Go. Connor, just say it. We know what your answer is. You Go know ahead. what pisses me off, though, before you, the obvious answer? Go off. You rant. You know, rant. Montez Mathis goes on a fast break, something crazy, and then they show a Luca Garza spin move. We all know the obvious okay. answer, but I'm so tired of, like, oh, nice spin move, Luca. Like, come on. Like, he's not that good. No, I think the face of college basketball is obviously Luca Garza, but I, I would make the argument there really is no face of college basketball this year. We're all so fed up of being spoon fed Luca Garza. Can you can you agree with that? Yeah, I think Luke. Yeah, well, the thing about Luca is like you watch him play and he's so dominant in college, but I just do not see him his games translating yeah. to the NBA at all. You watch him run up the the court, he looks yeah. like Sasquatch. Like <laughs> it takes a while, he man. Terrible. Right yeah, in his pants. and he can like he can hit the three like when when he wants to, and, and he's really good down low. But just against you see him struggle against the bigger guys. Um, so I just don't think it's going to translate. But we'll see. It's, it's, he's kind of like an enigma in that way. Uh, Ron Harper, obviously, would be my choice as the face of college basketball. Definitely the Big Ten. Um, probably the best player in the Big Ten. I don't think you can really dispute that anymore. Um, but I'm biased. Very biased, I want to say. Do you want to give me to give my answer? I mean, listen. At the end of the, at the, by the end of the season, we'll know who the top dog is in college basketball. And it's Io. My guy, Io. Don't think so. Is... An unbelievable basketball player, to put it simply, dude. The guy's as I as dynamic as they come. Got out. Listen, he's 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 gonna come around. You saw what he was capable of in the beginning of the year. Him versus Ron. I would probably t- take Ron right now, but at the end of the day, 
Watch what Io does down the stretch. Illinois needs to get back on track. They are my favorite team to watch. They still are my favorite team to watch. Watch them come back around. Watch Io come back around. Uh, team to Sumner. That's who I am. Team okay. to Sumner. Rocket Watts. That's, That's your face? No. Um, it's, it's so funny. Like Before the season starts, like all the outlets like pump up Michigan. They're like, Rocket Watts going to be the best player in the Big Ten. Right I know. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like... I guess they do with like Duke and like other Going schools too, but it just like it drives you crazy when like you're watching it. Like they are like, oh, Aaron Henry, like going to be the best player in the Big Ten, and it's just like, hey, yeah, have you been watching? Not they're not great players, but like, like past that, you have Io and you have Luca, and it just seems like all these other guys always get so much unnecessary love. Gotta earn it. All right, last couple of things. Uh, you know, we did a merch drop, so check it out. Links in our bio. Go cop that. You know, you guys have worn it. Pretty comfortable, right? Good stuff. I'm wearing it um, right now. They're they're way better than like your standard like sweatshirt. Right. It's yeah. awesome. It's like that. It's like light enough where like you can breathe easy, but it's like soft material. Mm-hmm. Um, you and, cuddle and, in it. You can cuddle in it. Get real comfortable with it. Um, listen, yeah, great we, gift for your girlfriend. Valentine's Day is coming up. There you go. Front off a nice front office sweat. How romantic is that? What screams Valentine's Day like? Hey, baby. Hey, let's Happy. watch season two, episode two of the front office. Happy Valentine's Day. Here's a sweatshirt. There you go. Babe, Does I it got get a surprise. More, better than that? We're watching the Alan Krebs get a repeat tonight. <laughs> so you can do that. Um, know that there's a lot of issues. No one could find the first episode. Hopefully, you know, we don't, we don't run into that issue again. Hopefully you guys can find it. You know, that's all we can hope for. I think that's, you know number one priority is for people to be able to find it right so uh i didn't know we had some complaints there uh so hopefully this is available and hopefully you just listen to this whole episode i mean you guys had problems finding it too right like i couldn't find it not at all i tried like five times pakistan like 20 links he's like does this work does this work i was searching it on spotify i couldn't find it not even dory the explorer could find it i had people texting me saying they can't find it where is it can you send me the link like you think i'm on the podcast you think i'd have the link nope it was bad so listen hopefully it's available hopefully you guys are listening hopefully you're subscribed send it to you know your your friend who can't stop talking about college basketball send it to your your grandma send it to who else should they send it to um you know send it to whoever whoever your your whole contact list get it out there hit the subscribe button follow us at t front office um cj any last thoughts go pirates go pirates sad connor i just want everyone to know that if Rutgers played scene hall tomorrow ron harper would have 45 and Sandra would eject himself from the game like Miles Powell did last year. And CJ's gonna wanna is gonna wish that he stayed at Rutgers instead of transferring back to Seattle. Well, Hall. CJ actually would be happy if the game was played this year because you wouldn't get heckled by any like eight year old fans because there's wow. any fans. <laughs> we haven't even touched fans. upon that yet. I mean, I was getting harassed so bad I had to tell a four year old man to like worry about his bald head instead. What happened? All right, I know I've said I've said goodbye plenty of times. We'll wrap this up in about a minute or two. But give we'll we'll, we'll close with this. Give him an idea of what happened last scene. Hall Ruckers. Uh, so I came in a little fired up and I started Iraq. taunting them, chanting N I T N I T. And when I left the game, every Ruckers fan was chanting N I T to me. So yeah, just not ideal for you. You know, yeah, you had time. the whole rack just basically against me against you. Against you and your big blue, uh, you know, windbreaker or whatever the hell, he, uh, whatever the hell it was. So uh, wasn't a wasn't a great time was for a CJ. So 
And unfortunately, we don't get to get that game again. So that sucks. Maybe next year. But either way, thank you guys for tuning in. Hit the subscribe button. And uh, follow us on Instagram, at T-Front Office. All right, guys. Peace.